0: Welcome back, folks. Thank you for listening. If you tuned in for the running back episode, we are back now with the quarterbacks. So, um, we're going to try and stick with the same format here. Uh, we're going to narrow it down. just going to talk about three tiers of quarterbacks because in reality, you're most likely only going to going to be starting one. So, you know, we'll look at the top, you know, 13 or 14 quarterbacks this year. And, um, to start an overview of the position, I, I think we're in agreement where neither of us are going to take a quarterback before round five.
1: Absolutely not. Um, I think my personal opinion in fantasy is other than maybe, you know, kicker defenses, defense slash special teams quarterback is the least important position. Um. I would not take a quarterback before round five. I know people love Pat Mahomes. Um he's he's been getting his, his average draft position according to ESPN right now is eighteen point two, which would sit him um
0: well probably the in the second. In,
1: in the second round for probably almost every league. Uh I think that's horrendous. I think you're you're basically sacrificing um a chance to get I, a really good guy at, at positions that are a little bit thinner than quarterback, but that's just me. Uh, my my other tip is uh, I personally never have more than two quarterbacks on my roster at a time. Uh, like Chad said, most leagues only require you to start one. And essentially, if you have uh, your guy, the only time you're ever starting another quarterback, aside from injury, is is for that bye week. Yeah. So one thing to keep an eye on when you are drafting quarterbacks, make sure they do have different bye weeks
0: definitely um Um, and this is completely different if it's a two quarterback league uh it's been a few years since i've done that whether it's you're starting two or you have a super flex where you're probably going to start a quarterback in that position that's going to change it a little bit it's going to boost every quarterback up probably two rounds almost like i could see mahomes easily going in the second if it's a two quarterback league i just just because you got to start you know two quarterbacks because Quarterbacks are going to get you the most points, but what a lot of people don't understand is you look at the difference in point totals uh, between positions one and 12 for quarterbacks, running backs and wide receivers. It's pretty astronomical for running backs and wide receivers, but you look at quarterbacks and it's not that big of a difference. Uh, yeah, another... that,
1: that's the, the, the major thing with the quarterbacks. Um, the article I actually wrote the other day, um, it was the difference between uh, Big Ben, who was the third overall quarterback last year, and Mitch Trubisky, who was number fifteen, I believe. It was yeah. a, a total of eighty-three points throughout the entire season. So yeah. we're not saying that quarterbacks aren't going to score the most. We're just saying, in terms of value, you're going to want to wait and take one um, a little bit down the road after you've already secured your RB one, maybe a couple receivers, or even you know one of those elite tight ends.
0: Definitely, and going off of that you look at last year of the top 12 ranked quarterbacks going into the season only four of the 12 finished as top 12 uh quarterbacks at the end of the year so that's you know injuries and just like a guy like um i don't even know just guys not having great years like russell wilson so it's really you know the position is in flux and um it's hard to really get a good reading on some of these guys outside the top three um, strategy wise. My plan this year, even though, you know, it probably won't work out. Something will go wrong is I'm looking in that, you know, 10th to 12th round taking my quarterback. I have my eyes on um, Sam Darnold and we're going to talk about him later, but I am all in on Sam Darnold. He had a huge finish to last year and I like him with Gase. I want him as my quarterback and, you know, that rounds 10 to 12 and then follow up right around the 14th or 15th round with Lamar Jackson. So pairing those two guys and not even a matter of having Jackson with a separate bye week, but just going back and forth because those guys could, you know, depending on the matchups, one could uh, project more than the other. So you can kind of play it by ear. And uh, that's kind of the strategy I think I'm going to go with this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, that ties in perfectly with my last tip. Um, I have here a, a top 10 quarterback can be taken later than round 10. Um, I mean, we've seen it a lot of times. We saw it with Mahomes. Um, it's happened with Watson and Wentz in the past. Um, so it's really, um, like Chad said, um, he's targeting two second-year guys. It, it, the time that you can do that really is um, finding a younger quarterback who hits his stride the year that you pick him.
0: Yeah. Um, you, you look at a guy like golf, he was miserable his rookie year, the worst statistical quarterback. Then he comes back, you know, new offense, new head coach in McVay year two. And he was a, he was a top 10 quarterback. So that's kind of what I see in Darnold. But if you're playing in eight or 10 team leagues, Darnold and Jackson are going to go undrafted. So eight, 10 team leagues, maybe even 12 team leagues. I'm waiting till the very end. Um, 14 team leagues and up. You're going to have to pick them a little sooner, but it's not drastic. So that's why I'm saying I'm, I'm not taking a quarterback before round 10 this year.
1: All right. Well, with that being said, let's slide into our tiers. Um, Chad will probably not have a chance at drafting anyone in tiers one or two with that strategy, but we'll, uh, we'll talk about them in case you have a different strategy. Um, As you guys know, for the running back episode, we each had our own rankings, um, but for the sake of time as well as clarity, we came up with a unanimous list for the quarterback position, and we'll try to continue to do so for the remaining positional groups. Uh, At number one, no surprise here, we have the, the reigning MVP, Pat Mahomes. That offense is stacked. He threw for 50 touchdowns last year. Low-key about Mahomes, he'll score a couple rushing touchdowns for you, which uh, it's always nice to get that two-point boost. We have Deshaun Watson at number two. Uh, I believe he finished last season ranked number four, Um, but I expect him to see another uptick in production. I think he's just uh, a stud of a quarterback. And Houston airs it out. Um, They also got Duke Johnson now in free agency, which could be a huge weapon for Watson. And they get, um, who's the receiver out of Notre Dame playing for them? Will Fuller. Will Fuller was coming back, who uh, is one of Watson's favorite deep threats. And then at number three, I expect him to have a huge bounce back here. I have Aaron Rodgers.
0: Um, He's got weapons all over the place. The Geronimo Allison, one other guy that, you know, he's building – Uh, really good chemistry with and then hopefully both Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones not Adam but Aaron Jones are healthy because you know they're going to be great for him Um, and yeah I I think it's the clear cut top three and I'm definitely higher on Mahomes and Watson Uh, you could almost put them in that 1A tier and have Rogers in you know that 1B but Mahomes and Watson are Unless they're injured, they will finish as quarterbacks one and two this year. Set it in stone right now. Just too many weapons. The offense is built too well for them to, you know, not succeed. And I'm at the point where I have them neck and neck, where I I would never be in the, you know, in the area of taking them. But I, I could see people taking Watson over Mahomes this year. Um Rodgers is all is going to be elite uh, as long as he stays healthy it's just uh, you know questions on the offensive line still they drafted a couple rookies so hopefully that works out but I don't know it's just still grumblings in Green Bay I don't know how well Rodgers and the new head coach are getting along eh. Rodgers is let's be honest he's getting up there in age compared to those other two we named so there are definitely question marks with Rodgers, unlike the first two um Looking at tier two, this is a guy that I could see I would put right up there with with Rodgers. Uh, and that's Matt Ryan. Uh he's leading off tier two. We follow that up with Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield, and Cam Newton. Um, all these guys are gonna be great. My I think the highest upside of all of them is is Matt Ryan just because of the of the offense and the weapons he has, a healthy Devonta Freeman. Hopefully a healthy-ish ish Smith. No, that's a basketball player.
1: No, Ito Smith.
0: Ito, Ito and Ish. Okay. Yeah. Healthy Ito uh, Smith.
1: The thing God. for Matt Ryan, it's really going to come down to – going to get his 45, 100-plus uh, passing yards. It's really going to come down to – is he going to get closer to that 40 touchdown mark or is he going to be closer to the 30 touchdown mark? It could be a – difference between him being you know in that five to ten range and him potentially being a top three qb
0: yeah no i completely agree um it's interesting with ryan i was reading something he is so so don't read into this and base your decision off of this but i believe over the last five years he's finished as like it was qb1 qb12 qb1 qb15 qb3 last year or something like that he was he was third-rate quarterback last year. So it's just yeah. interesting how, you know, how much fluctuation has gone on in his, his fantasy well, career.
1: He was actually the uh, the second-ranked quarterback depending on um, how you score scoring.
0: Okay. Um and then Newton I wanted to hit on because health is a big thing with him. And when he was healthy last year, he I mean, he had I think he had four weeks where he finished as the quarterback one or two, and their offense is, I mean, weapons wise, can only get better. He did not have a lot outside of McCaffrey this year, but uh, or last year. What's his name? Who was the rookie from Maryland?
1: They got DJ Moore. He's expected yeah. to have a big year.
0: He should. Um, and then Curtis Greg Samuel. Olson.
1: Greg Olson though is not. We've seen in the that's the one worry I have with Cam Newton is that he in the past, has performed best when Greg Olson's healthy because he loves that big tight end target. And I'm going to be honest, Greg Olson, he might not play a game this year. I feel like he gets hurt. He plays like a quarter and gets hurt almost every season. Yeah. So that's one thing of concern for for me, at least. DJ Moore expected to have a big year. I really don't know who their receivers are outside of that, though, which is another concern for me.
0: Yeah, it's DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel who's more bet you know, running back wide receiver type option. He's obviously going to play a lot more wide receiver this year just because they have McCaffrey. Um, I, if Newton's healthy, the thing that benefits him is he's not afraid to, you know, tuck the ball and run. And rushing touchdowns are really important uh, for fantasy. You saw the end of uh, last year with Josh Allen. He he finished, I think, the last five weeks as a quarterback, one or two overall. And he had, you know, 80, probably averaged 60, 70, 80 rushing yards and a touchdown each of those weeks. So if if Newton's running with the ball, that's that's a huge boost. And I could easily see him finishing as quarterback three or four this year. Mayfield's got the weapons more than anything. um, And he's looked great in the preseason. I have no reason to – I think he's – Outside of Ryan, I think he's the safest play of this tier, just because he's not a scrambler where he's gonna put you know his his body uh, at risk. But he's got weapons all over the place. He's got Chubb in the backfield. He's got the two elite receivers. Uh, I I just see a high high floor for him.
1: Yeah, he's a. Uh, I mean, I don't know what else to say. But Baker's a baller for sure. He. He's got the potential, you know, depending on uh, what their run-pass splits look like, he has the potential to uh, sneak up towards, like, that Tier 1 fantasy value. I agree completely about Cam Newton's health, a major concern. And then the same can be said about Carson Wentz. Yeah. Him and Cam Newton, both MVP-caliber players when fully healthy, but both constantly battling injury, it feels like.
0: Yeah, if Wentz can stay healthy, he's on one of the best teams in the NFL. Um, he's got adequate weapons. He's got an extremely, you know, talented offensive line. If he's healthy, he's not going to blow you away any weeks. He's not going to have many weeks where he finishes as that quarterback one or quarterback two, but he's going to be right in that four to seven or eight range every week. And by the end of the year, he's if he's healthy, he'll, he'll finish as a top probably five quarterback. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, in 11 games last year, Wentz still managed to score 185 fantasy points. Which, to put in comparison, um, Matt Ryan was the number two QB. He scored 342 on the full season. Mahomes was on another level last year, so I, I won't try to compare those two. But um, Wentz probably would have finished in that five to ten range um, had he been healthy the entire year last year, and I would expect nothing less from him for an entire if he does play an entire season yeah you can almost lock him in to, yeah. to being that
0: high. yeah and just a, a psa as we wrap up you know, tier two uh andrew luck a lot of people are probably wondering where he is i we're just we agreed not to put him in here because the health is such a big concern and he looks like he's going to be out week one and he, it shown in the past where you know it says he's out one week and it turns into ten weeks. So I, I can't include Luck uh, you, if he were you healthy. You can say
1: we we felt uh, that we had an obligation as a show to advise against selecting Andrew Luck in your upcoming fantasy draft. You know, if he turns around and he, play, and he does play the whole season, he will finish as a top ten quarterback. But like Chad said. Especially at the quarterback position, we just do not think he's worth investing a draft pick in. If at he this
0: if point. if he was healthy right now and we didn't have any you know cause for concern there, I think he would be in that for me that first tier. Uh, at worst, the top of the second tier. But he's not, and in reality, you know, I'm not messing around with that uh, at all. I don't. I don't. I think in general, you just going into the drafts the top, the first 10 rounds uh, or first 8 rounds I'm not messing around with guys with you know lingering injuries from the summer it's just not worth it too too much other value out there to uh, get a hold of um tier 3 we have four guys and this will kind of wrap up our talk on quarterbacks and then we'll go through a few sleepers but we have Breeze Wilson Big Ben and Goff this is uh, I I don't love any of these guys. I don't think I'll be taking any of them. I had golf yeah. last year. Um, I got him late. It was one of those rounds 10 to 12, and it was great value. But Breeze is aging, and it showed. He finished as a quarterback, I believe seven. Don't quote me on that. But he's been in slight decline in the last few years. I mean he's still got the weapons all over the place. It's just he's not gonna throw for four hundred yards like he used to every week. You'll get four or five weeks throughout the year at when he'll be a quarterback one or two, but don't expect that um every week. He's going way too high. I think he's his price is way too high uh for what you're actually gonna get this year. I have no clue what to expect from Big Ben. I'll leave it there. And then Russell Wilson I also had last year and I regret making that decision. I just took him too high and you don't know what you're going to get either. You, you, there's weeks he'll run for 80 yards and he's never going to well, throw for a ton it, Wilson's of Wilson's
1: thing is, uh, you know, he, he's got like that, that almost that, that game manager tag, you know,
0: yeah. If,
1: if he has to, you know, throw for 180 yards, milk, a ton of clock, you know, scramble around, pick up a first down here or there, he'll do that. And that's not going to you know, cut it from a fantasy perspective. They'll still get the win. But then they'll have other weeks where you know, they, they go down early. He has to throw for 300 yards. So that's yeah. the tough thing with Wilson. It's just he's consistent in the fact that he's uh, you know, making good plays and winning, but uh, inconsistent in, in the numbers he puts up depending on the game.
0: And his, his offensive line is horrific. He – I think john clemens is playing right guard for the seahawks so and their defense is is progressively gotten worse the last couple years and that showed in wilson's production just not having as many snaps on offense um and they have talented guys you know i don't think we talked about chris carson uh that much on our previous episode but I don't mind Chris Carson. I think the big issue is they lose. Who was the wide receiver he's had the last couple of years who's not there Doug anymore? Doug Baldwin Doug Baldwin is retired, right?
1: Retired, yeah. That was his number one target.
0: So it comes down to DK Metcalf, and then they got the third-year
1: kid. Metcalf actually uh, just came out that he's going to be having surgery on his knee. Oh. But he, uh, Pete Carroll said it's apparently not not that major of a of a surgery, so he's still supposed to be healthy. And then you have uh, you have Tyler Lockett, who is another I don't favorite of Russell Wilson. Speedster
0: punt returner, yeah. So I think Jimmy Ru-
1: Graham is still there too, I believe.
0: Yeah, he's ninety. He may be older than my grandfather. <laughs> um, but Wilson also isn't going to kill you. I think he gets enough, you know, rushing yards. 45 rushing yards that that's significant um and he'll throw for 200 to 250 on average in a couple touchdowns he's not going to turn the ball over a lot so i just another guy where the upside isn't there to 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 draft him where uh he's going where his current adp is um yeah
1: so my whole thing with tier three is you know there's a lot of guys that you could wait another two three rounds that you know are in that tier four tier five that they're they're going to be producing at almost the same level as a guy like russell wilson or jared goff which is why i personally i think if you miss out on the guys in the top two tiers my personal advice is to sit yeah for a a while you know get your needs out of the way
0: so connor choose Let's start from the top. So Tier 1, if you, you're on the clock and let's say, the fourth round and no quarterback, you're in a smart league where everyone's waiting, and you're up and you're like, F it, I'm, I'm going to go with a quarterback here. What guy are you taking from Tier 1?
1: Uh, I mean, Mahomes, uh, undoubtedly. But uh, you, you, you make a good point. That's another thing um, for rookie fantasy owners you should keep be aware of. Um, you know, when that first quarterback does go off the board, that's when you're going to really see um yeah. everyone else getting taken. That's usually how it works, you know, people sit sit sit, first QB goes in round 6, round 5 or 6, and then next thing you know, the next next rounds all QB. So com- be aware of that.
0: Yeah, for comparison's sake, for those of you who've played, you know, a game or you've played the show, if you do one of those fantasy drafts when you create your own team, You get to about round seven or eight, and then there's the run-on relief pitchers. You know, Josh Hader's going and everyone's going. It's kind of like that for quarterbacks. Um, It used to be for tight ends uh, when, you know, you weren't seeing tight ends till the fourth or fifth round. That's not the case anymore. But it's not – I guess if you're the guy to lead off that run on quarterbacks, it's not terrible. I will never do it. Um, But just be prepared. Once you see – Mahomes may be out of it, but once you see Watson and Rogers go, expect a, a big time run. Um Connor, from our tier three of Breeze, Wilson, Ben and Goff, if you it, you know, you're up, let's say later they all fall. Who are who are you taking from that group?
1: I, I think I'm taking big Ben. Um I think you 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 pretty much know his floor. I think his he's just a high floor quarterback at this point. You know he's going to throw for uh, you know th- that 4K to 44.5K f- to range. Um, he's going to get his touchdowns, and I really do like their weapons with Connor and Juju. Um, and I really do like James Washington yeah. um, over there too for them. And who knows? I think that you could see Big Ben take a step forward, knowing that he doesn't have to you know target AB a certain amount of plays anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that really might open him up and he might be a a more fluid quarterback. Um, and kind of similar to what you see with Matt Ryan in Atlanta, where he really just spreads the ball out um, to whoever he wants. Um, whereas I felt like Big Ben often felt like he had to force a throw to AB. So I would expect a good year out of him. And because he does have a high floor, I think he's the safest option. Um, I would typically say Breeze, but I agree with you. I did not like his uh, – regression at the end of last season. I think that could very easily carry over. I think the saints as a whole seem like they, uh, they're a little messed up from that, that playoff game still last yeah. year. So we'll see.
0: So let's quickly, before we wrap up, take a look at our sleepers. I'll start. Um, Connor's going to hit on Darnold. So I'll let that one go. I just, I think he's going to be a superstar. Um, my other two are Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. I'm going with two young guys. I think if you're looking at sleepers, you gotta look young uh, in this day and age. Lamar Jackson, if he is even an average, a average throwing quarterback, finishes as you know an efficiency. It even in that sixteen to twenty range, with his legs, he'll he'll finish as as a top twelve quarterback easily. He just needs to be average throwing the ball. I think he'll. I think don't know for sure but i think there will be improvement in year 2 um similar to wilson where you, he's virtually never going to throw for over 250 yards but if he can just take care of the ball and you know limit the interceptions and even if he finishes with only 20 to 25 um passing touchdowns he could easily chip in 10 to 12 rushing touchdowns and probably 700 800 yards on the ground that's a that's probably a top 10 Quarterback, So that's why I'm big on Jackson. Just show minor improvement passing. Kyler Murray, another guy that his legs are going to be huge to where if he's even if he's just decent throwing the ball, he, he's going to be um, a top 12 quarterback. It's just this day and age. Rushing is important for a quarterback, unless you're one of those, you know, elite guys, those top eight guys that 50 yards and 50 yards rushing in a touchdown in a week is gonna put you over the edge in a lot of cases so that's why i have those two
1: yeah um like chad said sam Darnold is one of my favorite sleepers as well uh, the two things that encouraged me is one his finish to the season last year was um amongst the best in football he had back-to-back weeks against houston and green bay where he threw for 250 two touchdowns no picks and uh 341 three touchdowns and no picks resulting in Uh, 21 and 25 fantasy points, respectively. Um, On top of that, I think Adam Gase is going to open up the offense a little bit more than Todd Bowles did. And keep in mind that even last year, Sam Darnold had 35 or more attempts in a game five times. So he's going to have the opportunity to put up big numbers. I like that they added Le'Veon Bell as another option for him. And then my second sleeper, this is a deep sleeper. I don't even know if I would recommend taking him outside of the the last round, is Jimmy Garoppolo. He could very easily be a a guy you could scoop up in free agency, uh, you know, a few weeks into the season should one of your other quarterbacks not be doing well. But Kyle Shanahan's been known as one of the best offensive minds in football. And Garoppolo looked – he looked solid out there outside of uh, maybe week one, um as as a, a potential franchise quarterback. So I like him a lot. I know he did have the uh what did he throw four interceptions back to back to back to back in practice the other day or something like yeah. that. But uh I'm having Coleman he'll have a good year.
0: I like the of Tevin Coleman. He
1: uh, and Jarek McKinnon also healthy. He's he to be
0: out. No McKinnon's not. He was just placed on the P U P or IR swelling in his surgically repaired knee but regardless Uh, kevin coleman's big there um yeah so i agree with you so i think that's gonna wrap up our quarterback special the seventh round you know fantasy special we're still going we'll be back in a bit and uh we'll hear a little about the uh, wide receivers
1: thank you for listening Productions by A.J. Bradbury.